We are the Marcelin Brothers, and this is the Marcelin Brothers Podcast, MBP for short. We are here to share our story and to contribute our thoughts about everyday topics in life. Time to sit back, relax, and get ready for the MVP attack. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Today is January 10th, 2019. Now, I did not say 2018, but 2019. What is going on, Marvin Lewis Marcelin? I, I am here, loving life. It's going to be another great episode. And as you can see, there's one, two people here. So we're switching things up a little bit, everybody. It's going to be great. Well, again, welcome to episode number, was it one, two, three, four, five? Episode number, number five. five of the Marcelin Brothers podcast. We are live. It is 11 p.m. It is the new year, and we are very excited about the topic that we want to speak to the audience about. We finished doing our intros. Hopefully, you've been able to appreciate getting to know us a little bit better, and we decided that for this round, we are going to talk about paying it forward. I think that's the topic that the brothers and I have really been passionate about and we want to dissect into the whole concept of paying it forward why it's important tell each other a little bit about what and how our lives have changed from this and hopefully give you guys an opportunity to think about what you can do to pay it forward but of course before we start going into the main topic let's catch up and see what's going on so marvin the last time i saw you it was last year Last year. It was 2018. So tell me a little bit about some of the things you've been able to do since then, because you've had a lot of stuff going on in your life. You've had some business moves. You've had some nice time off. You're back to work. So tell me a little bit about some of the highlights since the last time we saw each other and tell us a little bit about the new year so far. For sure, for sure. So... Happy New Year, everybody, once again. Uh, Came back up to the cold, cold Pennsylvania. and uh, Was that a shock for you going from nice 70, 75 degree weather to I don't know what? Is it snowing up there right now? Oh, man, just about. Today it's in the 30s. So See, that's worse because I don't know. I almost feel like if it's going to be cold, let it snow so at least I can get something out of it. And if it's going to be one or two degrees away from it, you get the cold chills, but you don't get the plane of snow. I don't know if that's me talking like a Floridian or is it better just to not have snow with all the because of all the stuff that you got to deal with driving in Philadelphia weather. You are definitely talking like a Floridian, my friend. The snow, it's beautiful to look at, but once it stays and it sticks, it is so difficult to travel and get around. Everything gets slowed down and your day is just you know, hit off, off course. So I like looking at the snow, but if I really, really, really need to get from point A to point B, no snow is the way to go. So you got it made. Okay. So what's been going on with you since you ended up leaving Florida? Yeah. So I'm back in the thick of things. I'm uh, back in residency and, you know, I was just thinking about it. I am literally just past the halfway point in my residency career. So time is flying by and within a blink of an eye, it's going to be time for me to make a decision. So 
I have three major points. I can either um, go for more training, mm-hmm. look to get hired by somebody, mm-hmm. or look into possibly purchasing and running my own show. So we'll see what happens. So the future is so close, yet it's so far, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, man, you just put another teaser out for a future podcast, <laughs> huh? What to do, you know, the pot, what is, what is it going to be called? Podiatrist podcast, you know, when the rubber meets the road and you're at a fork in the road, what are you going to do? So I think that we all will enjoy looking forward to see where this decision will be. And we definitely will be on air in a year and a half. So we'll be able to chrono- we'll be able to see what happens and we'll be able to look back at this moment and say, hey, remember when we spoke on January 10th about you being at the halfway mark and we're going to see what happens after that. So we'll have to go back to this at some point later on in the future. Another cool thing. I had a birthday. So yes, yes, yes. Getting a little older, got a little more grays, but it's all good, brother. It's all good. That's the three, two, right? You hit the number three, two, right? Yeah, big three, two. So how does it feel to be you're still in your early 30s you're not in your mid 30s yet so did you feel different when you woke up the next day and all of a sudden you're 32 versus when you're 31 one would think i did but not really but let me tell you this in my opinion again my opinion i think the best time of your life is going to be in your 50s i know i know i know it you what really 50s let me let me tell you why check this out by the time in your 50s if you had children your children are probably a little older they can relate to you a little more and uh, you can you know interact with them at a different level so that's number one uh, number two chances are whatever career that you're in you probably are you've hit your groove you know probably making more money than you have been in the past and then the decisions that you make they probably implement and they probably have more of a an effect on everyone else so I think the 50s, the new 40, 30s, the new 20. Yo, I'm telling you, there's a lot to look forward to as the years go on. So for me, the 50s are going to be the best time of my life. <laughs> no, I think that's good. And for me, I've always had the mantra of the best years are always in front of me. I remember going to college, speaking to some of my classmates and talking to some people who were finished with college and they always told me oh the college years are the best years of your life but that's kind of fun but it's also kind of depressing once you finish college you don't want it to be that the best years were behind you so for me I like the fact that you're saying that these are years that I haven't gotten to yet but I'm gonna (laughs) further and say that you know for me every year coming up is going to be better than the last so that I always have something to look forward to so different go. stages in your life, you've got different things that are good, you get more mature like what you're saying, and you've got that wisdom aspect. So the grays, they start meeting a lot more, you've got a lot more wisdom, and you get to look back to see and really understand what life really is about. So I like where you're headed to when it comes to that. All right, so what did you end up doing for your birthday? Oh, so my for my birthday, I kept a real classic real nice real calm it was just me and my wife and we were just you know celebrating having a good time uh, uh with each other so we got a little cake we were able to sing happy birthday and we just kept it nice and simple just the way i like it yeah we missed you because 
I don't know. I mean, the audience doesn't really know much about this, but usually I remember growing up every New Year's, we would have our New Year's celebrations over at the auntie's house. And I always remember this hat that would always appear. <laughs> and I remember this young man, I mean, now a little older, a little more gray that I'm talking to would literally pass the hat around and tell people that it's your birthday the next day and you would always come out on top because you would have 25 people saying happy birthday to you and then reaching out of their wallet and giving you you know at least 10 or 15 bucks each person and i feel like throughout the last 32 years of your life that's probably what contributed to the down payment that you've got for that house that you're living in right now. I think a lot of that ended up being because of those happy birthdays. I don't think that's yeah. fair. But at the same time, hey, it's, you were it's, a smart it's... man. You are able to capitalize oh. on it. And <laughs> I can't be too mad at you for that. Because if my birthday was on January 2nd, you better believe I'd be doing the same thing. <laughs> well, all I can say is I have a loving family who always contributed. And my aunties, oh my goodness, they were the biggest rooters of all of this love you aunties you're the best but uh for this week um a couple things um so my wife's family came to town so they got to spend uh, a couple days here in my house so that was really cool bonding having some quality time with them and then i think it's that time of year this is the first time that i've actually thought about this to the point where i'm going to try to implement this in tax season is going to be coming around in April, right? So I think I'm going to go ahead and try to hire, find a CPA tax prep type of person uh, to help me uh, just tackle this big tax uh, monster. Uh, in the past, I've always used um, you know, road tax, the stuff that you can do for free. But I think this year I'm going to you know, make that step and actually hire someone to see what I can actually do uh, to best utilize uh, taxes and, and all that stuff as well. So I'm, I'm slowly making my steps towards being that um, businessman slash head of the household who's in tune with the finances. So that's something that I want to step up. That's a big boy year. move right there. I think that that's definitely wise. You know, again, we'll be talking about some financial topics in the future, but I think the more you start to have responsibilities, I think looking at taxes, which is going to be a future topic at one of our Marshall Brother podcast topics, being able to have somebody who is an expert in taxes. Like I'm all about having experts taking care of the things, the big things in your life. You know, when you buy a house, you know, it's good to contact you know, somebody who knows about houses, get a real estate agent. I think when it comes to, hey, if your car is broken, you know, you take your car to a mechanic. So if you want to make sure that you're doing something and you're getting the most out of your taxes, see a tax advisor, see a CPA, see a tax consultant, because I think they can really help find some of the the rules and some of the advantages that the normal person who doesn't spend 40 hours a week looking at tax code and law wouldn't pick up on. So I think that is a good move for you. Very cool, yeah. very cool, very cool. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, what's new? What's going on this week for you? Oh, boy. Let's see what's going on. Well, since the new year, so we had the we had the New Year's over at the Marcelin household. So we 
did our New Year's party at the house. We had a luau theme, so we had a lot of family come over. We were able to put lights up over at the gazebo. We put the put one of the projectors in the backyard, so we were able to have people watch the ball drop outside. And then also DJ GNS made a guest appearance, and we were able to Wait, do the DJ thing. DJ GNS, please elaborate. DJ GNS. So we we're good friends with one of the local DJs around the area. His name is DJ GNS, and every year he makes a guest appearance. And DJ GNS, he's one that likes to get the crowd hype. We are able to play good music we have the family come around all ages we have some fun we go from listening to music that starts all the way in the you know 70s 80s and then we try to bring it up to the millennia and we try to bring it up to the modern music we try to do a little hip-hop we do some rb but every party that dj gns goes for some reason the music that gets people jumping the most is the latin music I don't know what it's about it. Really? The family loves the Latin music. The family friends love the Latin music. That's when people are on the dance floor the most. So DJ GNS, I got to admit, he did his thing. So that was good. And we were able to bring the new okay. year pretty good. So that was pretty exciting. You know, and then, you know what I just noticed? Yeah. You know what I just noticed? You may have a doppelganger. You know, DJ GNS really resembles you. I don't know. Call me crazy. I... Could it possibly be? Look, I am an old, boring, 34-year-old guy who works in corporate America. There is no way that I can be as cool as DJ GNS. I mean, DJ GNS is the man. He's got groupies. He's got people that dance on the <laughs> dance floor. He walks around. I mean, that guy is the man, and I wish I could be like him. I mean, myself, you know, I'm just your general mill person just trying to make a dollar out of 50 cents dj gns he's already got that dollar and he's trying to make benjamins out of that dollar that's the difference between dj gns and i okay 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 all right so did that and then other than that just ended up coming back to work you know we did the soup jamu you know we were able to so that's that's the new year's soup that the family always has over New Year's, so we were able to do that. Got to spend a lot of time with my daughter and my wife, which was really, really fun. And then before you know it, it was already time to go back to work. There you go. There you go. All right, so let's talk about these articles. So, you know, we always talk about current events. So what's the current event that you would like to talk about today before we start talking about paying it forward? Well... You know, I was flipping through my phone, and uh, this one article really caught my attention. And unfortunately, it's not a happy-go-lucky type of article. So let me go ahead and just um, read it. Uh, I took this from People Magazine, of all places. It's titled, Hard to Believe No One at the Arizona Nursing Facility Knew Woman in Coma Was Pregnant. So apparently, um, there was a 29-year-old woman who's been in a vegetative state for more than a decade, she unexpectedly gave birth last month. Specifically, I believe it was December 29th. And, you know, people are, are scratching their heads and people are wondering, how could this happen? And, you know, it's it's something that we all need to just be very cognitive, cognizant of 
especially if you have um, women, children, it, these discussions for safety as well as just knowing that it's important to think about these things. Um, I think it's extremely important and it's, it's, it's very just shocking. And uh, my heart goes out to that family. And I, I really do hope that they come down to the bottom of it and figure out what happened and figure out things that they can do to prevent something like this from ever happening again. So I guess very, I think, very, very striking. The way you described it was putting it lightly. I mean, I think it's just, it's disgusting and appalling. How can somebody take advantage of somebody like that? And, you know, especially, you know, as you and I are getting older, we, you know, we both have, I mean, we're both yeah. family people. We have significant others that we care about a lot. And just to think that, you know, somebody who is in a state like that, you know, you're for that long, you know, you're, you're seeing them every day. You're, you're hoping that they get better. You're hoping that they break out of this coma. I think out of all things that you would think or imagine when you're thinking about your loved one, I think that would be one of the things that would be the furthest from your mind. Like who? Yeah. Like I don't even have the words. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, it's and, just, and I'm trying to read, and I'm trying to, and of course I don't have all the details, but I'm trying to think how the news came out and, and the way that having to say, Hey, you know, yes, you're, you know, especially like, like the mother, you know, how is the mother of this lady? I mean, I, I can't even imagine what she's thinking that she's entrusting the care of her daughter to this facility and then all of a sudden she gets a phone call and or a conversation and they tell her hey not only you know yes your daughter is in a coma vegetative state but yes we found out that she's pregnant and yes she's about to give birth like i yeah i can't even i don't even know i don't have the words but that yeah that's that in these facilities, you're supposed to have people watching 24-7. I mean, this is a healthcare facility. The person right. is not able to care for themselves. You know, what about going on rounds? You know, you're, you know the individuals in the facility are supposed to be doing regular checks. And, right. again, just the mindset of that individual, like, who does that? But, it's ter terrible. It's terrible. So, yeah, I so. guess we'll have to see what they end up finding out in the subsequent weeks because i do believe that this young woman gave birth to a healthy baby boy but i just i don't know it's very difficult for me to wrap my mind around that but yeah you and me both oh man well i'm gonna change i'm gonna change the tone a little bit the my news article that i wanted to talk about the title is federal workers unions march on white house as first page first payday without paycheck approaches so democratic and this is a story that was written by fox news but you can imagine that all the major news outlets are covering this 
Democratic senators and union leaders led federal workers in rallies at the White House and across the country on Thursday, just one day before the partial government shutdown over border wall funding threatens to deny all of them their first paycheck. As President Trump visited the southern border in McAllen, Texas, and declared that he will almost definitely use his emergency powers to build the wall if talks remain stalled, the demonstrations emphasized the financial strain imposed on government employees since the shutdown began December 22nd. I cannot believe this has been going on since December 22nd. And I mean, yeah. what is your take on that? It's like these these workers need to get paid. I, I don't see how um, how they're able to you know sustain all of this while not knowing the next time they're going to get paid. You know, bills are coming. Uh, what are you going to do? You can't just go to the mortgage company and say, "Oh, by the way, I can't pay because the government shut down. Therefore, I'm not getting a paycheck." They're going to tell you, "So what? Things need to be paid." and the fact that uh, the president is the reason why all this is happening is very concerning. At the end of the day, don't you care about the Americans who are within the U.S. of A? We need for the government to reopen. These people need to get paid and things need to continue to progress and move forward. Um, at some point, um, I, I, I think we should not be utilized as pawns in this I don't know what you want to call it, but it, it seems like the American people are the ones that are suffering. Yeah. What's your take? Yeah. So I've got some statistics here in this article. It says here that statistics provided by the Department of Labor showed that 4,760 federal employees filed for unemployment benefits in the last week of December, an increase of 3,831 from the 929 who applied the week before. And this is just within the last couple of weeks. I've seen news articles about these individuals. I mean, they're having to dip. They're going to be having to dip into their savings. And the common person, you know, how many weeks of savings do some of these individuals have? And especially, you know, it wasn't like a lot of these employees thought that this could happen. I mean, I think the last time that the shutdown happened, it was what, for maybe a couple of days and then it opened up, but right. it is affecting the way that life is for these individuals. People are having to all of a sudden pick up Uber jobs and just second and third jobs just to put food on the table. Like you said before, the mortgage payments are going to be due. You're going to have individuals who are going to have to figure out what are they supposed to be doing between, you know, a, a car bill that's coming up or medicines that they're going to have to pay for. It's going to be one or the other. And you still have individuals who are working. So they're going to work, not getting paid. And that time that they would be using to get paid, they're not getting any money. And then after that, they're going to have to go somewhere else and, and get paid. So they're going to be working 16 hours, 18 hours for a job that they were able to just quickly pick up on just to have a couple of bucks to be able to pay the water bill. So right. it's, it's very like, I, I understand that, you know, you definitely have to fight for what you believe in, but I feel like, the people it's always who are at the expense of somebody else. Exactly. You know? That's not okay. 
yeah, the people who are affected are not. I mean, the whole purpose of this, you know, with the wall is supposed to be that we want our we want our country to be safe is what the argument is and that we're trying to keep away people from Mexico. But what this is turning into is we're and this is supposed to be for our us being able to take care of our people in the country. But what's happening with this article is the people who we're supposed to be caring for are the people who are suffering. You know, you've got Americans who are federal government workers who are working for the government. And these are the individuals that are being penalized because of their allegiance to working for the government. So for me, it's very interesting how the argument is supposed to be for border security. But this event itself is going to have people not have money. And when you don't get paid, you don't have money. Things happen. Right. You know, you put people you, in certain situations mm -hmm. and they may choose to go down a path that probably would not have been gone uh, had they had the money that they had. Exactly. Like people are going to have to take things into their own hands. And at the end of the day, you know, with with life, you know, you're people, what's what's going to happen when people lose their houses, they lose their mortgage. Now you've got people who are unemployed people then are trying to figure out a way to get money so now you're going to be relying on the federal government for funds which is then going to cause more issues financially and then if the government's closed and we can't get these funds then they're going to take matters into their own hands and again you can see an increase of crime from this so yeah. i think it's it's very interesting to watch this story but it also lets me know, you know, a lesson that I could think about is when I'm taking care of my family, you know, I've got to make sure that, you know, I'm not living paycheck to paycheck and I got to make sure that I've got funds to be able to take care of my family so that God forbid anything does happen. One paycheck is right. going to be something that really screws us over. And again, we'll be talking about finances and later podcasts, but that was the story that I wanted to share. And I think this is definitely picking up traction and. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, both sides are very stagnant. You know, you know, President Trump is, you know, wants to declare a national emergency because his thoughts are this wall is going to protect American people. But then you also have the other side who is saying, hey, let's let's take care of our people. Let's let's not have our people suffer and let's see if we can come up with a conclusion. But keeping our people safe. So I don't know who is going to blink first. But it's going to be a very interesting ride these next couple of weeks, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. So what do you think? Uh, let's transition to the next uh, segment of our show today. And then um, I think this is something that could touch home to anybody, no matter where you are in the grand scheme of life. And this general concept that... What is that general concept, you ask? Well, you're just going to have to tune in to the part two of episode five, Paying It Forward. This is Harry and Marvin on another episode of the MVP. Be sure to leave your support and subscribe so that you can get the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Marston Brothers podcast. And remember, do work and make a difference in somebody's life. 